0: Thank you. the Beatles are great. They just are. Any comments? I agree. Beatles are great. You should also agree. Uh, welcome to Video Tribble on the Double, episode one. <laughs> there was an episode recorded before this, that should be regarded as a test episode, because it wasn't all that great. Yeah. And we apologize for it. So, yeah. Grace, what is our, for the listeners... We're not sure what they've just gotten themselves into. What is vintage trouble on the double? Uh, we haven't actually figured that out yet. Are we an advice podcast? Sort of. Are we a good podcast? Not yet. <laughs> not yet at all. Uh, basic overview: you get to listen to the two of us talk about random things for an extended amount of time. Think of us as your friend, and and maybe you just don't want to talk in a conversation. We're there for you. We'll talk about stuff in a conversation. You're and like, something and is part of a conversation. You just don't have to talk. Yeah. See? Whole idea. Summed up. Uh, Anyway, I mean, there's not a ton to talk about currently, except for how to start a podcast of your own. Because goodness knows, this one isn't going to go very far unless we give out some actual advice. So yeah. Um, regarding that test episode I mentioned earlier, we got some, uh, suggestions of what not to do. So, you wanna go over a few of them? I can't actually remember, so... Oh, for goodness sakes! I was kinda trusting you on this one. You know what, lesson one, don't forget things. Write yeah. them down, <laughs> unlike us. Yeah, make sure, when you get advice, to remember the advice. That would probably be a good start, cause we certainly didn't do that. And, uh, don't put on a podcast voice, as I seem to have gained one. Apparently, during the introductions, I, I talk differently. So, try to avoid doing that, because apparently it's not good. Uh, further thoughts on advice that you may have remembered, because I certainly don't? Uh, I don't think we actually got this advice, but one of the things is, don't keep going on something that's already tanking, and right now this advice is tanking, so let's move on to the next subject. That's a good idea. Okay, we have an article to review, um... Why Minecraft is finally changing its iconic ore block textures. We're big Minecraft players, we're big Minecraft watchers, Mm -hmm. we're big Minecraft connoisseurs. That's what we are of Minecraft. Ah, yes. So, uh, I'm actually against the ore change. I think think the new ore looks dumb. Okay, so you might not have heard, but in the new uh, Caves and Cliffs update, which hopefully is coming soon, they are changing ore textures. So... Some people hmm. are viewing this as a finally we are from seeing this as a ugh. yeah it looks it looks quite gross actually <laughs> like like a stonified poop ball for the <laughs> if if we're talking iron ore. uh okay so okay we'll just let's let's, 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 let's read sh- the the people who are in it who are for this what their point of view is Let's read their, yes. their nice article I can as a part of the upcoming Minecraft Caves and Cliffs update, Mojang Studios is making a major change to the game's classic ore textures that will solve one of the game's longest-standing problems. Minecraft version 1.17 aims to create more accessible caves by making them easier to explore. It will also make ores easier to identify for colorblind players. Oh! Wait, so all the ores are going to be different shapes? Oh, that's... Okay, that's smart. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, smart, smart. Um... Minecraft 1.17, also known as the Minecraft Caves and Cliffs update, will take the game to new heights and depths. For the focus on overhauling mountain and cave biomes, Mojang Studios has already shown some impressive changes in recent snapshots. The maximum world height depth has been extended from 252 to 320. Yikes, that's awesome. Multiple new mobs are being added, and caves have more dynamic generations than before. I'm really excited for the caves. I know, they're going to look really nice. Didn't they have, like, uh, there was a video on it, I think, I didn't watch it, but I saw, like, a review of it, where, mm-hmm. like, spaghetti caves and... was well, gonna be, like, new, like, leaves in the caves and more blocks beneath level zero and stuff. Yeah, pretty impressive. Uh, multiple new mobs are being added, and caves have more dynamic generations than before. There's the spaghetti stuff. But one of the most interesting changes is what the developers decided to do with some important existing blocks. Yes, probably the ores, as is the, the focus of this article. Um... <clears throat> Moting Studios has already released a texture update in 2019, but it didn't make any substantial changes to Minecraft's iconic ores, other than Emerald Ore. Alright. However, Minecraft 1.17 makes the ores look vastly different from how they are now. Well, well, it will be a nice, refreshing change for longtime fans of Minecraft, or perhaps upsetting one for those who have grown fond of the classic look. Oh, uh, they've called us out. Okay, that's nice. The new ore textures will greatly help colorblind players identify ores while mining. So that makes sense. And actually yeah. looking at the picture of the ores, they're not actually that bad except for the iron and the gold. I'm not a big fans of yeah. the iron and the gold. Yeah. Or um have you ever, uh what was it? One night at Flumpty's. Uh I I can't, I believe I've played that or like seen that once. That's what the coal ore looks like. It looks like the the cheese man or the, the the rectangle fella when he when he opens up his mouth and like there's holes all over him everywhere. That's what that coal ore looks like to me. Um well, Above is an image of the old ore textures. We can't see images. This is a podcast. So, K's and is going to change Minecraft mining forever in many different ways. Not only does the new texture help colorblind players, but they also add a little more variety to K's. so Using the same texture and simply swapping colors wasn't very creative, and now each ore is new, unique, making finding ore deposits a little more special than before. All right. As well, some of the ores will have deep slate variants adding even more variety among ores. Maybe now that they have interesting textures, players will be more apt to use ore blocks in their builds. Oh, that is actually a pretty good idea. Yeah, except for for the iron. Yeah, uh, Minecraft's iron, gold, and copper ingots sadly still share identical textures. I don't really see the downside to that, which makes them hard to identify, but the ore texture changes are a step in the right directions. This this sounds like it was written by uh, a colorblind person. So, ore review... I mean, I mean, it look, makes more sense than before. I thought they just wanted something it look, to look different, and that I wasn't for that. But this is better. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely gonna miss it. Like, mm. I mean, I mean, just looking at a, like these ores and and then thinking about the old ores. Uh, I mean, is the question is is redstone still gonna glow? I'm, I mean, we'll I hope so. I'm sure it will. But copper ore. Oh uh, yeah, what's copper gonna look like? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what copper's gonna look like, but I mean, I assume it's gonna be pretty cool. So, yeah, maybe. Uh, hmm. Well, okay. Give what? What's your opinion on the new wars? Uh, Just straight on, straight out opinion. Um, for like because there's good reason. Then yeah, I think I like that. I'm still I'm not a fan of the the iron. The iron's kind of ugly. And, mm. yeah, the gold is kind of weird, too. But the lapis and the diamond look pretty cool. Yeah, the gold looks a bit more like nether gold ore right now. Okay, so I looked up a picture of the uh, copper ore, what it's supposed to look like, and it looks a bunch of, like carrots on a piece of stone to me. It looks boldy. It looks a little bit I guess, boldy, that, actually but that is a feature of I'm not copper sure if that, it, uh, true. that it does the thing that copper does. But then does. There's, there's, like, two other pictures of what it might look like, so I'm not sure. That's uh, probably actually. modded versions. Modded versions do that a lot. So... Uh, it does. What's it called when it gets all green like that? I, I don't. I don't know, but I mean, I could certainly enjoy it. Patina. I think that's what it's called. Patina. Yeah, I think it's called when it, when when it, it gets all green like that. Oh. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh. So, uh, this topic again is is tanking, S- uh, but we we do have another uh, we do have another article. Uh, Minecraft Java versus Bedrock. What's the difference, which I actually don't know, yeah, so what? This is going to be you don't know, the difference? I, don't know that- I know there is differences, I just don't know what the differences are. all right, well, let's go for it. Minecraft two major versions, and which ones you should buy. I don't really plan on buying anything. I have both of them already i'm I'm a gamer. <laughs> Once you start digging into Minecraft, you'll be faced with a world worth of choices to make: where to explore, what to build, and which game mode to plan. But there's one big choice to make before you ever create a world: which version of Minecraft should you play? I would base that on what device do you have? <laughs> true, <laughs> true. Maybe we can maybe we can just x this whole article. Just do you have a computer? No. Well, then you should probably get Bedrock Edition. <laughs> or, yeah. Um, Two versions of Minecraft, the Java and Bedrock editions are mostly the same in terms of basic gameplay, but there are a few key differences. And uh, there's an overview of which which one you should get for yourself. Oh dear, I scrolled down too far. Um, So, Java edition is exclusive to PC, Mac, and Linux. How do you say that? Firstly, if you're planning on playing Minecraft on anything other than a computer, then you'll be playing Bedrock. There's no choice between the Java version that's only available on computers. There you go. However, Bedrock isn't available on Mac or Linux. That means that if you're playing on one of those systems, Java is your only route. So, hmm. I guess... I, the main differences. where are the main differences? Like, yeah, let's see. Um, Bedrock Edition lets you play with friends on other consoles. If you want to play Minecraft with buddies uh, who own other systems, your best bet is to buy Minecraft Bedrock Edition. The Bedrock version has cross play, meaning you can play with a friend even if you're on PC and they're on a Nintendo Switch, for example. You can get Minecraft on a Nintendo Switch? I, didn't know that. I wasn't aware of this. You can get Minecraft on the Wii too. It's oh, just right. one player. It's That's not super good. But uh, maybe they should just. I don't get that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Java version only allows you to play with other Java users. Of course, that means if all your friends are playing Java, it's the best one for you too. Unless you don't like your friends, but then you wouldn't be friends. I've, I've entered up my own point. Uh, although it doesn't have the same, same level of cross-play, Java does boast big multiplayer servers. These servers let you play with other Java users and feature beautiful maps filled with mini-games and activities. I mean, you can do that on Bedrock. Yeah, but have you seen some of the servers on there? Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe it's, just, maybe it's just our internet, but they're kind of slow. Yeah, that's true. But both versions of the game have their own servers, but Java servers have been around for almost a decade now, meaning there's no shortage of cool maps to pick from. If you want to play mini-games that are popular on YouTube, like Bed Wars or Hunger Games, definitely go for Java. We have Egg Wars. We're, we're Bedrock <laughs> players. <laughs> we should have probably mentioned that. We, we, I don't have... Uh, I certainly don't have a PC. I had PC. Java, but I don't play it. I don't have a PC wanna, solid enough for that. I'm not good enough at it, and two, yeah, the, it's not a super mm-hmm. uh, good computer. right. Bedrock Edition has the most consistent performance. Aha. Although it might seem like a simple game, Minecraft can be incredibly taxing on your computer's graphics card and CPU. Speak it. If you're not playing with a high-end computer, Bedrock might be your best bet. While the Java Edition lets you use mods to enhance your graphics, the Bedrock version runs more smoothly and more consistently. This means less dropped frames and faster load times. And we're all about those faster load times, not like i waited 15 minutes for a game to load in just this morning. One huge difference between Java and Bedrock is the ability to add mods. Oh, right. wish we could add mods on Bedrock. They should add that. Uh, anyway. Mods are pieces of software you can add to Minecraft, you can transform the game in just about any way you like. We Okay, we know what mods are, and there are tons of them, and they're super cool. Bedrock has modding tools available, but you gotta pay for them. Ugh. No thanks. Java Edition lets you play hardcore mode. Have you ever played a a a hardcore mode world? Mm Mm-mm. Me neither. Uh man, I am. Yeah, it's probably because I die a lot. But <laughs> I die in normal survival <laughs> <laughs> more times than more times than anyone should. By default, Minecraft has four game modes: survival, creative, adventure, and spectator. We don't actually have that in Bedrock Edition. The spectator mode. I've tried it out. You can't get it on the uh, the oh. Bedrock, so that's yeah, kind sucks. of unfortunate. But Java players get access to a fifth. Just kidding. They get access to a fourth and a fifth. <laughs> Popular with streamers, hardcore mode lets you spawn with only one life. That means if you die, there's no respawning in a bed and your world is permanently deleted. If you're looking for a challenge, hardcore is the way to go. I get too attached to my Minecraft worlds. No way, Jose. (laughs) Should you buy Bedrock or Java? As noted above, if you're playing on anything but a PC, you don't have a choice. (laughs) Okay. thank you. Thanks for clearing that up. But if you're on a PC, we recommend the Java version. I would also recommend that. Though I have no idea what a CPU is or a gigabyte and a kilobyte and a megabyte, so really I shouldn't (laughs) be commenting on this. Alright, so overview Bedrock or Java? Which one's better? Uh, I think the basic of this article is you don't really have. uh, Java is better if you have a computer, if not. Too yeah. bad you guys are stuck with Bedrock. Okay, let's pretend that you're rich and you own both. I think they're saying Java's better. Yeah, plus plus the Redstone differences on Java versus Bedrock. Yeah. I didn't. They didn't. They didn't mention that in the article, which is pretty unfortunate mm-hmm. because Redstone is like a huge part of Minecraft. Big. Like Bedrock is nice though, because when you can connect with yeah people, all your buddies. Yeah. So that's that's probably a really good thing. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't agree with the hardcore mode point. Blah, blah, I can't speak. <laughs> the hardcore mode one. Um, the server one, I don't play on servers that often, but I probably would if there was more Java mm-hmm. or more Bedrock servers. If they weren't so glitchy. The, my, my Bedrock ones are really... Yeah. And with the exclusivity, yeah, okay. So basically, we have no choice. Thank you, article. Thanks for, thanks for bringing me down. All right, <laughs> enough of that depressing stuff. Let's move on to uh, to some dear vintage trouble. So, so people write to to us to receive advice, and you, maybe you, not the best idea, but yeah, yeah true, true that, true that, um, and but since they have given us this responsibility, we feel like we should answer. Yeah, yeah, answering is probably a really good idea. So. Here we go. Dear vintage trouble, my fiance and I have been together for four years. I have lost a lot of people in my life, so I am used to death. She on the other hand didn't experience it until two years ago when she lost her grandfather. The next year her mother passed and last year we lost a child, her oldest, my stepson. Oh man, that sucks. Uh. Vicious trouble. She is so lost. She no longer is the same person she once was, and I totally understand that. I'm sad and depressed too. But she's bad. I love this woman like I've never loved any other. I can't picture life without her. But lately, I've begun to wonder how it would affect me, her, and the kids if I left. I'm not equipped to deal with someone else's depression on top of my own. I've been trying. I've been, I've, but I'm finding myself getting more and more angry. What should I do? Torn in the east, man. That's I mean, tough. It's, this is really hard for you, but I mean, can you like stick it out and try to help her? I know I'm not sure if leaving is the best choice in this situation for anybody. Yeah, I mean, you say you love this woman like you've never loved any other. I mean, you don't like. Yes, relationships are hard. We get that, but I mean, you might want to you know stick stick with them. Like, don't don't leave the kids. Don't leave her. But you know. If you're getting more and more angry, I don't know. Go to a spa. <laughs> okay, poor advice for me. But if, but seriously, depression's a big thing, and you've lost a lot of people. I get, I get that. But I mean, sticking through it is 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 the best thing a couple can do, can't it? Yeah, yeah. I think that you, sir, need to stay there. Certainly. Yeah, stay. I mean, stay there. Stay there for your fiance. I mean. She's no longer the same person she once was, but you still love her, right? So, I mean, yeah, definitely stay there. Okay, let's see what the actual person they wrote to's answer is. Uh, dear Torn, you mentioned that you, too, suffer from depression. Are you receiving treatment for it? Ah. Yes, are you, are you going to a therapist? <laughs> that should probably be your first, your first move. If you are seeing a psychologist and being medicated, discuss this with the person who is working with you. You may need a change in your medication. It isn't surprising that with so much loss all at once in her life, your fiancé is grieving and depressed. Frankly, while I might suggest she join a support group for help in coping with the loss of her child, she may also need help from a licensed mental health professional. Although you were tempted, I don't think now is the time to abandon your fiancé and her children. Once she is stabilized, you may not want to leave her at all. So, don't leave. Other than the basic points, we agreed on. Yeah. Yeah. So... You know, don't leave her. Yeah, I think that's universal. Stay where you are, sir. Yeah. Alright, uh. Next one. Dear Vintage Trouble, my 13, almost 14 year old daughter Gabby is a shiny star of responsibility and being self driven. She also likes nice things. Gabby has been babysitting for my sister for several months. <laughs> I like things that aren't nice. <laughs> <laughs> she also likes nice things. I like junk. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> can I continue now? Yeah. Gabby has been babysitting for my sister for several months and has saved almost every penny, which amounts to hundreds of dollars. I'm proud of her discipline. However, I think she should start buying some of her own frivolous wants herself. I'm willing to buy her and my other children gifts when I can on spe- and on special occasions on my single income. But Gabby often asks me for $10 here and $10 there because it's more than I can afford. I have to say no and see her silent disappointment. I know the simple answer is to not give in, but I want my daughter to learn it's okay to spend a little money on herself here and there. I'm not sure what words to use to convince her. Can you help? Mom on a budget. I mean, it kind of seems like she already is spending a little bit of money. It's ten dollars here and ten dollars there. Yeah. can I mean, she should totally be spending her own money. Hundreds of dollars? She has... Hundreds? We have like twenty. That's richer than the two of us combined. (laughs) (laughs) So... I mean, to be fair, she has a job, she's babysitting, and since I live out in the, since, you know, we both live out in the boonies, you know, we can't really <laughs> do that, but still, yeah, you know. So if you already get $10 here and $10 there. What is she saving up for anyway? Yeah, yeah, if, if she's saving. frivolous wants? If she's saving up for something, then I get not wanting to spend it, but that, that means you can't get all the little other things. Yeah. If you're saving up for a cool headset, you can't buy the pack of gum. Yeah. That's just how it works. <laughs> I mean, what do these Frivolous Wants count as, like a bracelet or a chocolate bar? Or a dog. Or a dog, or a soda from the gas station. Yeah. Because, I mean, a soda from the gas station is like the pinnacle of where your money spending should be at. If you, if you got some free time and some money, go to the gas station and get yourself a soda. It's amazing. But Frivolous Wants, I'm assuming, well, I'm assuming if she likes nice things, she likes uh, <laughs> pottery. Isn't that, is that Does that count as a nice thing? Pottery's expensive. Yeah, I don't know. it might not be probably like lots of little bracelets from Claire's. Yeah, they have all that little those all that little jewelry stuff. Uh, so what? I mean, yeah. So she, I think I think that the girl, if she really wants these things, she can buy them herself. Yeah, I mean, and I if mean, she if she doesn't want if they're not if she doesn't want them enough to spend her own money on it, she doesn't need them. So mom on a budget here says, "I'm not sure what words to use to convince her." Can you help? What words should we use? Well, hello, daughter. I think that you have lots of money. And if you don't want to spend it on these things, you can't get them. Are you some rich man from the 1800s? Hello, daughter. Well, I don't- I think you have much money about you. Please, buy your own frivolous things. Fine, you go. Uh, hey, kiddo. Spend your own money. (laughs) Stop asking mommy for things. Mommy has other children. <laughs> Who are you? Like, the the mother to a two-year-old? Mommy's busy. Go, don't busy yourself now. <laughs> I mean, she babysits. Babysits. I mean, okay. plenty of money. Yeah, she has money. I think... Yeah, she can do it. Okay, what does yeah. the outside opinion say? Alright, what does... Okay, what's a professional's opinion say? Um heavily on the sarcasm. Your daughter is old enough for an honest conversation with her mom. Start by telling her how proud of her you are that she has shown how disciplined and responsible she is because those traits will serve her well in years to come. All right, butter her up. Gotcha. Tell tell her you feel bad about disappointing her when you refuse her requests. But now that she's nearly fourteen, she's mature enough to understand you are the sole wage earner. Money is tight and her frequent requests put a strain on the budget. Then point out that she has saved quite a bit of income from her babysitting and she's directs some of it towards the items she's asking you for. Ah. Okay, okay. I mean, there's the high possibility she sees through the buttering up. Yeah, I mean, I mean if if it's a, if she's a smart 13-year-old, she's like, "Oh boy, here comes mama buttering me up again. What she want this time? What she want to tell me? She better be buying me a, a, a pack of little Debbies from, from this. <laughs> some Cosmic Brownies. Such and such. So... I mean, yeah. Maybe, maybe buttering her up. I guess it does work, doesn't it? I mean, sometimes. Yeah. Well, and, but she's, the mom's not the sole, sole income bringer. The daughter is obviously bringing in lots of money. Yeah. So say, listen, I'm not the only one who brings in money here. You also do, so why don't you use yours? Hmm. All right. Okay, we've got, we've got another one. Uh, this one is incredibly short. Yes, quite quite short. Etiquette changes when the neighbor kid grows up. Hmm. All right. Dear Mrs. Trouble, at what age does a person stop calling an older neighbor Mrs. or Mr.? I was born next door and still live here, so I don't know what to call my neighbors anymore. Grown up north. Probably Susan and. How old are Dan. you? Like. No idea. Gr- grown. Am I up. like? Are you like an eight-year-old boy? And you're like. Can yeah. I, am I old enough to stop calling them yeah. Mister now? Love grown-up North. I mean, I mean, I've heard like teachers talk about one of their old students. will see him and they'll they'll be like, "Hey, Mister, I don't know, Jones, Joneson." Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, "Oh no, no, no! Call me by my real name." Uh. I'm I'm having trouble. Larry. (laughs) Larry. Call me by my real name, Larry, and then you'll still call them Mr. and Mrs. When I still had neighbors, uh, I never called them Mr. and Mrs. We just called them Rick and Lori. (laughs) (laughs) Because the the husband's name was Rick and the wife's name was Lori. So if we were talking to them, we'd say, hey, Lori, or hey, Rick. You're saying you're an etiquetteless bum? (laughs) (laughs) No, because they were nice. I just, I just, didn't, I mean, and they I mean, also half the time didn't know their last name. <laughs> my neighbors, the, the neighbors, uh, uh, my neighbors happen to be my best friend and her siblings and her parents, and I'm, I just don't call them by their name. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I just let them and say and say, hey. <laughs> I don't like calling people by their names because I'm awkward. But, you know, sometimes I'll, but, you know, I'm close enough to them that I'll just be like, hey, mom. <laughs> and then she'll turn around and say, yeah. <laughs> all right let's let's hear some professional advice on this before children reach adulthood. It is considered respectful to call adults Mr. and Mrs. Not knowing your neighbors, I can't guess how formal they may be because using their first names has not been your practice and you don't want to risk offending them. Ask them what they would be like to be called.
1: Bad mm-hmm. idea.
0: Hey, hey, I'm an adult now. You want me to call you Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs> okay so ask them this what they is, would like to be called in light of the fact that you are all adults guess what I'm an adult now can I call you Bob <laughs> <laughs> imagine walking like like you're always like hey hey, Mr. Jarenson and then one day you walk by and you're like hey Fred <laughs> this is uh, the last line is erring on the side of respect will never be wrong yeah sure if you want to err on the side of respect just keep calling them mister until they say something about it yeah I mean just don't don't ask about it then yeah yeah maybe yeah maybe asking about it is is isn't a fantastic idea so well should we do one more yeah sure let's let's do let's let's do one more obviously we are amazing at at giving advice I mean I can't I can't imagine friends and neighbors friends and neighbors silly 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 all right Let's let's see. Elderly friends must work to stay connected. Oh dear. Back with the elders. Okay. Oh oh, look at this. Dear vintage trouble. My mother is in her mid nineties. Several of her lifelong friends, widows, still live in their own homes as she does. However, they no longer drive. A phone call will help them communicate directly with each other about life situations, but it doesn't seem to happen. Instead of calling and talking to each other, they hear about each other third hand. <laughs> <laughs> like, like elderly telephone. <laughs> hey, hey, mom, I heard that your friend Cheryl just met up with your friend Mary the other day. Did you know that? No, you uh. didn't, because you don't call them. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Is it typical for the elderly to abandon each other and be so cruel? <laughs> That's a bit much. Alright, so what could help people communicate better regardless of age? Dear, oh, concerned son in Colorado. Um, I'm not I sure mean, if, if they are, cruel if, if they they the elderly word. are banding each other and being cruel. Okay, listen, listen here, uh, son in Colorado. <laughs> I didn't even know I had a son in Colorado. <laughs> but, listen here. I mean, I mean, when you get older, and you've got your lifelong friends, I don't think you're going to be calling them up on the telly if your mother's 90- I mean, let's see. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be, a long time ago when she was born. So, I I couldn't imagine her having a telephone or knowing how to operate one or a cell phone. Or just, knowing how to operate that. If son, if you the if the dude is so worried, why doesn't he just take his mom to her friend's house? Go to the go to the friend's house and say, hey, my mom wants to visit, and either they'll say, oh great, or they'll say, I don't like her. Don't bring her here. And so he'll go to the next friend's house. And eventually, son will probably say, great, I can't wait. So we're doing an old lady carpool. Yes. Beep, beep. (laughs) Get in the old lady bus. Take them to, like, the park or something where they can have fun. We're all going to Guinevere's house. If they can't drive and they don't know how to use a telephone. What if they start doing crazy things like smoke weed? They're 90. Have you seen the crazy things that old people do? No, I haven't. Oh, they do a lot of crazy things. I mean, at least they're in Colorado. If they were in Florida, they'd definitely be smoking weed. Uh, Stay there if you want and watch them. If yeah. you think they're senile and might walk into the road. <laughs> just keep an eye on them. Feed the old lady babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> they should have a profession for that. I mean, I guess they do. They have caretakers and yeah. nursing homes. So, I mean, I guess. Alright, so let's, let's let's take some, let's take some advice. Uh, Dear Son, aww, you're so sweet. (laughs) Not everyone in their 90s ages the same way. Some individuals are still active, others are less so. When seniors stop driving, there can be a tendency for them to become isolated and depressed. Others may be taking medications that affect their memory. A way to help people in your mother's age group would be to see if they have transportation to a senior center where they can mingle face to face if they wish. I recommend this for your mother and her friends because I'm sure none of them are being deliberately cruel. See, she, so she see, agrees mostly. Except yes. Instead of going to the park, she says take them to a place for old people. <laughs> <laughs> take them to the senior center. They can knit and tell stories and um, what else do old people do? Like like when you go to like young people centers, they all have like ping pong table. What do <laughs> old people have? Uh, chess. Chess. They have chess and checkers and board games and <laughs> probably games that were made illegal a long time ago. So I mean, yeah, I feel elderly friends definitely should be staying connected. Alright, uh well those are articles. Maybe maybe the old lady thinks they're still friends and they haven't been friends for like fifty years. Yeah. And they're like she's complaining to her son, my friends won't call me And and secretly he's like they don't like you. <laughs> They're not your friends. You think his mom made him write that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, dear vintage trouble, please help, my mother is holding me at gunpoint because she wants to see her senile old friends again. <laughs> mm. all, all right, uh, I mean, I feel like we should go back to talking about a, a topic that we started on, 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 this, on the beginning of this wonderful episode, the Beatles. Oh, the Beatles are amazing. Yes, they are quite amazing. One hundred percent. Yeah, if, yeah. If you're nice. anything like like us, too, uh, we jump from obsession from month to month, possibly or month and a half to month and a half. There might. I mean, we've had some pretty long obsessions, like like six months obsessions. Six months obsessions. Uh, I mean, yeah, six months obsessions. But but the current one is is a music obsession, and it is the Beatles. And they're fantastic. I've missed out. They all fourteen years of my life have been so boring because I haven't listened to the Beatles every day, and now yes, uh, yes, it's A- amazing. Emma here is the is the Beatles biggest fangirl currently. Oh, <laughs> Why don't you tell them everything you know? I'd like I'd like to hear the list. Well, I really know anything except that their songs are amazing. Thumbs up on all the songs, and Paul's the best. <sighs> Okay. And oh, and John was assassinated. I know that too. Yes. And you have something against you have something against John Lennon, right? I don't like him as much as I like <laughs> the others. I mean, all he does is sing and play background guitar and write some of the songs. And maybe he played like lead guitar like once. But I mean, Paul on the other hand, writes the songs, sings the good songs, mhm, and plays the piano and plays the bass. And played drums for like half an album, and directed an orchestra, and he's just better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, my personal favorite has to be Ringo. Maybe it's just the I inner mean, percussionist in me. Yeah, Ringo is, he's, he's good, but, yeah. Okay, enough of you. <laughs> I mean, you know, it might be the inner percussionist in me who who likes to hit things with sticks, and <clears throat> rhythmically... Hit things with sticks. I'm not a savage. I mean, sometimes, but that's not what we're here to talk about. <laughs> I mean, okay, let's go. Let's go. I mean, let's go over favorite Beatles album. Or, hmm, I don't know. My favorite album is probably the White Album because mm. it has like the most songs that I really like. But I really like like some songs from other albums, like Sergeant Pepper's Only High Club Band True. and True Help and. Other ones, Abbey Road. Yeah, Revolver. Be- yeah, I, Revolver I like Revolver because it Revolver has too. Eleanor Rigby. Yeah. I mean, I still don't get... I mean, half the lyrics to the Beatles songs are just absolutely nothing. <laughs> they don't make... A lot of them don't make any sense. I mean, Come Together is the most mixed-up jumble of random <laughs> phrases. Yeah, he come all flat-top, he come rolling up slowly. Like, I don't get what that has to do. And then, and then like, sit, sit in his armchair, you can feel his disease. I don't know you could feel diseases. I mean, does it got like a skin condition? <laughs> Am I diving too deep into this? It, probably, yeah. yeah. fair enough. What, what is your personal favorite Beatles song at the moment? Ooh. Tough one, tough one, tough one. Probably Maxwell Silverhammer. Mm, that one's good. I mean, it's a very, very chill song, though. Bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> very chill about, about murder. <laughs> I better guess. I believe they don't have any songs about arson, which personally is my favorite form of crime. I don't know. Right now, my favorite is probably I Am the Walrus, but I love Back in the USSR and Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band and Blackbird and Eleanor Rigby and all. You of like that. all of them. <laughs> no, <all of> <laughs> I love just... them. they have fire somewhere in one of their songs. <laughs> uh, you're you're like a dragon who like hoards Beatles songs. <laughs> I'm the smog of Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> Hobbit. I have Beatles songs. Have you brought me a record player? I've come to slay you. No. (laughs) Imagine, imagine a villain who, who like only, who like big fancy speeches, always included a reference to Beatles songs, like out of nowhere. Oh, it'd be. And it sounded epic. It would be. That's like like number one villain in the world, (laughs) next to Jim Moriarty. Right when Thanos says, "I am." inevitable <laughs> you just need to say i oh, am the, the walrus. Walrus. <laughs> and he snaps i agree i think it's great that we didn't plan that and we just said i'm the walrus. yes i mean there are there are only are only so many songs yeah, with, about with i, I am. am yeah but i mean there has to be more yeah you know the beatles songs would like a great for, great for a soundtrack i wonder are there any but they have so many movies what you didn't know that how many movies uh, uh, i don't know like a lot I'm pretty sure that there's a, there's a, at least there's a Sgt. Pepper's Only Hearts Club Band movie, I think. There's a uh, um I think there's a help movie maybe. There's a Magical Mystery Tour. One. Uh there, I guess, <laughs> they have a lot of they have a lot of them. Yeah, uh yesterday, Apparently Uh, help get back across the universe, A Hard Days Night, Yellow Submarine. The Beatles 8 Days a Week. That's a movie. Something about All George Harrison. Now. No, I didn't I didn't want to go to Wikipedia, please. Yeah, um, Yellow Submarine, George Harrison living in a world or something. I don't know, Imagine, I didn't, oh, it's John mm. Lennon. Oh. Uh, Stories about the Beatles, the U.S. versus John Lennon, okay. This is quite odd. You know what actually the Beatles kind of remind me of? A, a grown-up version of the Wiggles. <laughs> <laughs> it might be the haircuts, but they remind me of a grown-up version of the Wiggles. <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's a slight resemblance between, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I mean, I used to love the Wiggles. I mean, yeah, the I mean, I used to love the Wiggles. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't, I don't get, I don't get why people have, have been hating on the Wiggles. They they were they were amazing. I mean, I mean, there's nothing. Wrong I can't with remember them. like any of their names. So yeah, Wags the Dog. Yeah, I remember that guy. Oh, Wags the Dog. Uh, Dorothy the Dinosaur. Yeah. I remember. Uh-huh. Yeah, didn't didn't they didn't they reform like their group like six different times? Oh my goodness, they replaced the red guy again. Oh, and the purple guy. The purple guy was my favorite. Oh, they replaced Jeff. What? What? Well, that was his name, wasn't it? I can't honestly remember. I probably haven't watched the show. Since I was yeah, like, I don't. Know. Yeah, I believe the yellow guy's name was Sam, but according to uh, this beautiful Wikipedia, it's a woman. <laughs> Okay, hold on. Let me just original Wiggles. Hey, yeah. did you know that uh, Ringo wasn't the first the original drums?
1: What? Yeah. Oh yeah, right.
0: It's a different guy. I'm seeing something resume. on on the internet where they were interviewing the Beatles, and and, they, and someone asked, "Is Ringo the best <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. drummer in the world?" <laughs> <laughs> not even the best drummer in the Beatles. <laughs> like I mean that is that is amazing. Uh, but yeah, I don't I don't get what the I don't get why the I mean, <laughs> the, what? Ah, uh, mm-hmm. let's see. Anthony Field and Jeff Fat were members of the Cockroaches. Blah 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 blah. Uh, let's see. Um, Wiggles members. I mean, they've changed so much throughout the years. Let's see. Um, so Emma Watkins. I don't even know who that hey, is. Hey, is that him, the Jeff guy right there? Yep, that's Jeff. Greg, don't know who Greg is. Yeah, that's definitely- oh, he- I think he- did he die in 2012 or did he just leave in 2012? I don't think they put leave dates on the Google. That's probably where he died, I'm assuming. Yeah, how many of the Wiggles are dead? Uh, let's see, the chewing had become too much for everybody. The red, purple, and blue shirts. So, the yellow fella was already gone, cause- I mean he's- <gasps> Captain Feather Sword. That was one of the gnomes. That was one of the uh, the characters. Are you gonna sing? You comment on that? No, I don't remember that. Unless That's a shame. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was good, but like I don't, I don't. But like I, don't, I mean, I only remember like one part of like one episode, and I feel like they were in a barn singing a song about it up. Huh? Like the top of a barn. I remember. I remember the 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 Sam drives the big red car song, or the you make me feel like dancing. I remember that one. I, I mean, I listen, to be fair, I listen to a lot of Wiggles. <laughs> but, like, like on the topic of children's shows, I don't get why people are, like, making them all dark and stuff now. Because, like, I mean, they were good shows. They're good shows. Like, here, if I, if I just Think showed you... Knew, you want to know what show they ruined? Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Ugh. He, Mr. Rogers, was amazing. Mm. We even watched a whole movie about him and school the other day. And now we have Daniel Tiger. I don't. Yeah, I don't. And I don't. One, Daniel Tiger's annoying. Two, he's not Mister Rogers. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I mean, like they, like they've absolutely ruined Barney. Like, like
1: I never watched Barney,
0: and I think that that's a good thing. Huh? For me personally. Okay. Well, maybe you didn't like Barney, but I certainly watched it. Or like, Dora. Dora was a good show. Like. And then, they, and then they're like, oh, Dora's so stupid. She's like, where is the ocean? It's right behind you. I mean... Okay, yeah, but that wasn't the point. Yeah, this is for, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, that show was for, like, two-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. Who didn't yeah. even know what the ocean was. Yeah, that's the... Yeah, so, like, if you're watching it when you're supposed to, like, at the age you're supposed to be watching it, it's not... It makes sense. Yeah. Like, the only good, the only good internet, internet evaluation of shows is The Muppets. They've done an excellent job of of, of of carrying on the Muppets' reputation for being amazing. I don't actually think... I probably watched Dora, like, three times. I mean... Two of them at your house and one of them at my grandma's. But I read... We read, like, some of the books. I mean, the, the, the only reason that I ever watched Dora was because when we were living at my grandma's house when I was super little. Because she had cable. I still don't have cable. <laughs> I've never had cable. Yeah, not having cable. Like, PBS Kids. That was...
1: Yeah, that was the
0: yeah, yeah. show. Yeah, like Cat I did the like hat. the PBS Kids web, PBS Kids website. Yeah, Dinosaur Train. Dinosaur Train. I love that show. That was great. Like I mean, they broke Cat. I mean, they just ruined so there was Cat this one show. I can't remember what it was called at all. But there was this guy, that looks like the Ace Ventura guy. I don't know. It might actually be the Ace Ventura. Who's Ace guy. Ventura? You don't know. Okay, look him up. Uh, except he was like had like a purple suit, and uh like black hair that looked like Elvis style and he was like the villain of this one show and I cannot remember at all what it was called. Or what even the the, the main people were, but I just remember Oh <gasps> Oh, I think I know. I think I know. Was it Lazy, Lazy you- Town? It might have been. Yeah. It was it did, yeah, it was definitely Lazy Town. Was it was it was it was it, was it Robbie? Yes, it was that guy. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was Robbie. It was Robbie Rotten. I can't I don't even remember even seeing that. But I don't. That's all I can remember. That guy. <laughs> I, know, I never watched Lazy Town. I I, I never know. watched it. But like, like I don't know any of these characters. Yeah, I don't know like, at all. I couldn't have told you about any of these. I don't, even I don't remember know the, any of these people. Yeah, I don't know who any of these guys are. But I can remember that guy. Except except for Robbie Rotten. <laughs> That's probably because it's become such a meme. Like we are number one. That 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 song was like a hit. Like uh, if I, if I looked if I looked it up, I'll have to. I'll have to show you after the recording of this. But, but yeah, <laughs> I'll be rotten. He was creepy. <laughs> He's creepy. He was kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I never watched. I can't I can't believe you remember, You knew something from Lazy Town. I haven't even watched Lazy Town. But, like, ba, ba, da, 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 yeah Man <laughs> Yeah there are lots of I mean Okay yeah Robbie Rotten was definitely influential. Let's see, why is Robbie Rotten so popular? He's constantly getting memes created around this is probably due to how over the top that he has played. Ah and <laughs> uh <laughs> we are number one. So yes, one hundred percent Robbie Rotten was pretty good. I mean, were there any other kid shows? I feel like that, I feel like there was always this one kid show that I watched, and I, I can never remember the name of it or any of the characters, but I liked it. Uh, it was like Super Y. <sighs> I feel like I watched that. Uh, Super Y. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a bad show. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's nothing like the things they put on kids' TV today. I like, don't know what's kids on TV? Today. Sparkle the unicorn, save the universe. And then they have a, sh- and then they have a second series show, Sparkle the Unicorn, animated in 3D saves the universe. Like have, like you've you've seen the movie Home right? Yeah, they like, sh- they make all of them look weird and it's annoying. Yeah, they made a Netflix show based off of that. Yeah, my sister used to watch it, and I mean, the premise of the show wasn't bad, but the show itself was was you know not great. <laughs> All the all the all the all the movies that continue like after shows mm-hmm. aren't very good. Oh, and tr- uh, attempting to get off the topic of kids' shows because we've been talking about that for a while. Scooby Doo, <gasps> not te- doo There's there's many topics that branch off from Scooby Doo. We are very big fans of Scooby Doo. Quite large. <laughs> Quite big, big, big fans. Jaggy and Scooby all day probably. Yes, childhood heroes of ours. <laughs> I mean, Camp Scare is still probably my favorite. Yes, Camp Scare is the best. I mean, yes, plenty of memes around Scooby-Doo. Like, the old animation of Scooby-Doo was amazing. I I remember watching the old, really old Scooby-Doo at my grandma's house with you sometimes. I went to your grandma's house? Not my grandma's house, our grandma's house. (laughs) Oh, right. our universal grandma, who was both of our grandma. <laughs> I feel like I feel like the only show we ever watched there was was the Nature Channel. of Some guy getting eaten by piranhas. <gasps> we used to watch The Wild Kratts. Oh, The Wild We watched A long time. Zabuma Fu was great. Like the only thing I didn't like was That's the, the only leader. reason why I watched the animated Wild crabs, was because uh, of Zebu Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, there's I mean there's so many things based off of Scooby like the old animation, like. Like, that, you know that one, there's a hand on Shaggy's shoulder, and he's got that stupid face on, and <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. With their wonderful catchphrases. Yeah, and Fred, you know, not having one. I mean, I still think that uh, the, I have a trap, or I have a plan, or let's put yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. That he does have catchphrases, yeah. but. Yeah, I mean, the, they're the, just not very good catchphrases. yeah. <laughs> I mean, there. I mean, there's gotta be, like the the newer reboots of Scooby Doo haven't been good. Like the real life Scooby Doo's. Mm, no, uh uh-uh. uh no. They were no. I mean, they were they were good for for like, for funny content to like like things to steal and then twice. use. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you could watch it twice when you're like. Maybe you could watch it once when you're like eight and enjoy it, and then watch it once when you're like twelve and be like. This isn't I mean, as enjoyable this anymore. This isn't as enjoyable, no. I mean, actually, this I mean, is not super enjoyable. I mean, it's definitely one of those movies that'll, like, catch your eye. Like, you'll be walking past one of your siblings, watching it on the TV. And you'll just sit there and watch it for yeah. a long time, even though you're like, I, I don't know why I'm like, watching this. Yeah, you were on your way to do something. <laughs> like, those movies will catch your eye. But, like, um, the like the new Scooby-Doo, let's see, new Scooby-Doo, uh, like, it's not good. I haven't watched it. The but... 13 Copes of Scooby-Doo was pretty good. I didn't watch that either, but, like, oh, the, Oh, uh, that's a shame. Like, the, the ones, like, there was the ones, like, like, Camp Scare, that are just, like, all those. There's, like, the monster one. Yeah. And then there's the old one. Then there's Mystery Incorporated on Netflix, with the Night Ranger Mystery and all. Incorporated was a good show. Yeah, Mystery Incorporated was a great show. The new Scoob movie. I haven't watched it. Uh, I mean, they brought, Black Bo- they brought back Blue Falcon. Oh, yeah, my dad loves Blue Falcon. He literally named our softball team one year the Blue Falcons. Yeah, he says, the blue Falcon. I'm assuming that blue falcon was an actual superhero comic, and it wasn't just added into Scooby-Doo. I don't know, but I remember that one, The uh, that that Scooby-Doo, the blue falcon, and uh, that Scooby-Doo movie. That's the only one I have. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, <clears throat> a pup named Scooby-Doo. That wasn't bad. I, I watched a few episodes of it, but the worst one of all was Scooby and Scrappy-Doo. Scrappy-Doo, oh, yeah. I, feel like I, I don't like him. I don't like him at all. He's awful, and you know, in the in the second uh, live action movie, they made like a, a joke about like how he's so awful, and he turned out to be the main villain. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Scrappy Doo wasn't wasn't good times, but I mean, they're just I mean, there's so many different versions of Scooby Doo that We're are talking just everywhere. About good shows, Tom and Jerry. Oh, that's a great yes, show. that's a great show. Tom and Jerry.
1: I am highly nervous
0: cuz they're making a new one oh, with real people. The movie? But I car- saw it. I haven't you've, you you watched horrible. it. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's not good. Like I mean, the characters still don't talk, which is yeah. better than better than one of the movies that I saw. It was about this little orphan girl who like was I mean, it's like Cinderella, but it's a little orphan girl and she's trying to find her dad and she runs away and Tom and Jerry are with her and they talk. Oh, yeah, I know, disgusting. But but like <laughs> But Tom and Jerry is always a good show. It is. It's 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 especially the music composition of it. Yeah, there's this, there's only a few things I remember watching at your house. Tom and Jerry and the last of the like the seventh Harry Potter movie part 2 before I read or watched any other Harry Potter movies and it ruined it forever. Nah, that's all I remember <laughs> watching at your house like a long time ago. When's there and, Oh, and oh, Camp right Scare. There. We watched Camp Scare a lot. Oh yeah. And that dinosaur one. Havana soul. <laughs> yeah, my dad loves that movie. His favorite is um my dad's personal favorite Scooby Doo movie was the circus one. I think I kind of remember. Oh yeah, the what the vampire? No, no, it's not, not vampires. Werewolves. Werewolves. Yeah, yeah. He, he, his favorite was like the the big French man. <laughs> yeah. I can't I can't remember what what exact line he said, but that's been. But my dad has quoted it like all the time. He finds it hilarious. Well, this has been a very a very wide ranging podcast. We it's, go from Beatles to uh, Minecraft to advice to more Beatles and yeah. We're, we're, we're now we're on to like, the list of every great TV show and not so great TV show we've ever watched. Yeah, uh, where where were we? Back to Scooby Doo because we yeah. went on a we went on a Tom and Jerry tangent for like three minutes <laughs> <laughs> and then, and now we're back to Scooby Doo. I mean, I mean, there's not. I mean, there's not much bad to say about the the old Scooby Doo's. Yeah. The old Scooby-Doo's were absolute perfection and no one can convince me otherwise. I mean, the animators were great. <laughs> I mean, I really hated when they replaced the voice actors in some of them. Yeah. Yeah, or... I remember, there was one Scooby-Doo movie that scared me. I was little, I was like maybe maybe five. I don't know, I, I'm i really bad with ages. <laughs> but there was one Scooby-Doo movie and it was Scooby-Doo Zombie Island. I didn't like it. Well, I went upstairs... And I hid inside of my bed (laughs) when we finished it. I didn't like it. It scared the crap out of me. I don't think I watched that one. Velmo's voice changed. (laughs) As did Daphne's. You can't really, I mean, also, yeah. You notice how in every single rendition of, like, except for the live action, every single rendition, Fred has the same exact voice. True. And it kind of baffles me. I mean, if Fred had the same voice, then Scooby should have the same voice, because Frank Welker yeah. plays, bo- plays the both of I them. Think, yeah, I think Scooby does, too. Actually, I found out in The Lion King, they don't use actual lion roars. They use tiger roars, and the other one was made by Frank Welker yelling into a trash <laughs> can. Which, honestly, is pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean... do tigers and lions really sound that different? Or is the I'm point pretty, that they sound the same? I'm pretty sure that, lo- that lions are quieter than tigers. Oh, and they need them to be louder. Yeah, sorry, lions. You don't roar loud enough. Yeah. So to make these fake the tiger lions, king. we need to use the tiger. <laughs> oh no, not the Tiger King. Not the no, not that show again. We're not going back to that. <laughs> I mean, actually, just looking out the window now, I remember, I I seem to recall that we promised one of one of my animals to talk about them. So here oh. we are. We we did it. we, um, before this happened, trying to bump up our self-confidence, we went out and talked to some, to some of the animals that I own. We posed an interview with, um, a very nice, uh, goat named George. He yeah. did not really like his interview. He didn't actually say anything. Yeah, he's kind of a punk. <laughs> there was one animal that actually did say anything. It's, it's my sheep. Her name, her name is Edith. She's a very good girl. But, and she has one criticism about podcasts. They don't talk enough about sheep. Hmm, sheep. Uh, Sleep number. Wait, that that isn't sheep, is it? No. Which which is the mattress company that does the sheep? I don't know, but I don't like those. Those are that cartoon Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyways, I mean sheep are sheep are great, aren't they? Uh, I can't say I don't own sheep. Uh, you own sheep. Well, just don't get the dude sheep. The dude sheep are mean. Carl's, Carl's a Carl's a piece of work. Yeah, yeah. Certainly, certainly, Carl the ram is a piece of work. And this has been one heck of an episode, hasn't it? Yeah, this has been uh, this has been the first episode, besides if you excuse the test run, of Vintage Trouble on the Double, featuring Grace Fust and Emma Foost. I'm Emma. I'm Grace. I just realized we haven't actually told anyone who we actually are. I mean, I said your name like once, and you said my name like once, so... Anyways. Nobody remembers those details, do they? <laughs> this has been the first episode of Vintage Trouble on the Double. As uh, as we said, it would be you listen to us talk about random things for an extended amount of time. Yeah, any criticisms you have, uh, I mean, you're welcome. To, well, you're welcome to tell us. We'll 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 eventually get a helpline up and running. So, so if you have any criticisms, put them there. This has been uh, Venge Trouble on the Double, episode one. Um, see you next time. <laughs>